Hello, everybody. Welcome to Popcorn Planet. I am Andy Signor, and it's time to have a real chat today. There's so much important stuff going on in the world today, and I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I'm nervous to say things. Sometimes I'm confused what to say. Uh, I just had an amazing chat over on Jody's Corner where Jody and I just opened it up. We had a real chat back and forth. He had a question he wanted to ask me as a white man. I had answers for him. I had dialogue I wanted to have. Uh, and I'm so happy to have Jody back with us. Jody, are you here? I'm here. What's up, guys? Let's get it popping. Jody. Hopefully this will be a wholesome conversation. I'm ready. Let's do it. I know. Look, I, there's some uh, my channel's a little uh, all over the place. Sometimes you, you were worried yeah, to come extreme. here. I'm, uh, they, they can be extreme. And I know they have questions, too. And I want to try and keep this civil. So I got my mods in full force. All of you that are there, please help. Let's keep this the respect in the in the comments. Let's not hate on what we're saying. I want this to be an open dialogue. In order to do that, we had so much we got out on Jody's channel. I'll make sure I link that down below so you guys can watch that first if you're coming into this later. Uh, but I wanted to bring someone in to help us find sort of solutions what do we do next uh so i'm really honored to have uh, an expert in this sort of topic uh sean are you there sean Connelson? jody andy how are you guys doing great to be on Good. your show man thanks for having me yeah it's great thanks to have you me. man so uh for those that don't know sean sean is a mediator he's you're a lawyer uh you're uh you, you're you're an author and you have set up a uh something called popprotocol.org uh which is a nonprofit to sort of help come up with solutions for law enforcement for both sides of the badge to get proper training to help us get to a better place correct Correct, but I just want to make one correction, Andy. Not an attorney. I'm just a mediator. Oh, sorry. Okay, gotcha. Just thank you. Miss, thank Miss you for Cole clarifying. Yeah, yeah, no, no. emails. <laughs> Please don't. Assholes that want to email me about that. But uh, a lot of other expertise you have on this subject matter, yes? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I want to. Yeah, so I want to get to sort of questions, and I, and I want to. I, when I was over on Jody's stream, he asked, had a lot of questions for me, and I want to ask questions here, and I want to. I want to do it with Jody, but I wanted to get your 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 perspective as well, Sean, because I know you have a lot of thoughts on this, and you have some solutions. You, I've I've heard you out there talking about. Uh, so let's open this up. I want to I want to get to it. We we were. I think the biggest sort of thing that Jody and I were talking about. You were watching the stream, yes, Sean. You saw right. some of it. Yes. Uh, yes. The biggest thing I think. The biggest thing we sort of we, we were talking about was this idea of just like. Well, Jody first asked me, what does Black Lives Matter you know, mean to me? And I think it's important to read right here on this channel that I repeat myself and say what it means to me. And then I'd love for you guys to sort of correct or tell me if I'm on base or if I'm off base on what it means to me. Because uh, I, I know right now some of the biggest fights I see online are this sort of back and forth of all lives matter, black lives matter. Uh, and I think it's an important dialogue we have to help clarify to people so they understand where the anger is coming from on why people are upset by that sort of terms being intermingled. For me, Black Lives Matter uh, is important right now, especially due to the murder of George Floyd, which was a hor 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 horrific, uh, awful thing. That's that's not the first time it's happened. Uh, this police brutality and against uh, racism, racist acts towards uh, the black community and sort of abuse of power, all of this stuff has happened for far too long. And that's why right now Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is about giving attention and give pointing out the importance of black lives right now because society seems to not think they're as important as other people and that's just not right um and so while all my lives you know matter right now black lives matter right now given what we're f facing in the world right now it's really important that we focus and give our energy and as a white person i stand with you know black people to make sure that we all are listening and figuring out how do we stop these events from happening because it keeps happening it keeps happening nothing's changing there's still too much racism in this country there's still too much abuse of power from police there are too many bad apples in the police force there's a lot of anger there's a lot of news trying to, to sway what this is really about but this 
to me is about finally speaking up and helping black community, black lives, black people finally feel like equals in the world that they should be. It's not fair that they're not. Uh, and so that's what it means to me. That's why I, I understand it's important right now. Can you guys sort of echo or help me understand if I'm off base on any of that or where I'm missing maybe some points about that subject matter? I'll let Sean go. Um, I think, Andy, I think your, your narrative is, is, is threefold. Uh, you, you touched on Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. I know Seth put out a post, a yellow banner on his Instagram saying that all lives matter, uh, that Black Lives Matter. And he got a lot of backlash based on him saying all lives matter. I think the narrative is off. Right now, we should be hyper-focused on and be sensitive to a human being that was murdered the other day, nine days ago. And he was a black man who was unarmed. He didn't resist, <clears throat> he did none of that. And so when Seth put out the post, Black Lives Matter, it was appropriate because of the sensitivity that we're experiencing right now today. Well, to clarify, because I, I want to make sure we're talking about Seth Rogen, who is, we talked about this previously. Seth right. Rogen went on his Instagram and posted Black Lives Matter. And then right. anybody who responded with All Lives Matter, he completely told them to go F off. Don't watch my movies. You're the problem. Get away. He went hard on everybody sort of trying to make it about All Lives Matter. Uh, and so I, just for so people who are confused, who's Seth? What are we talking about? That's that's what we're referring to. Right. So back just just to make my point, this isn't about all lives today. This is about black lives do matter, right? We have to make sure that we are not insensitive. And there's a level of sensitivity that you would have to be black to literally understand it because black people in America are living with a stigma right now that you know, jogging while black, driving while black, contact with police while black, it can, it can go all bad. So we have to change the narrative that sometimes the truth is ugly and we don't want to deal with the truth. So we, we look at it in different ways. So we now are moving into, in this pop protocol, I'll talk about the solutions of how we move forward with my experience partnering up with the sheriff's department in Los Angeles. I'll talk about that experience with the sheriff and what I know behind the badge and really on the other side of the badge. Uh, not many people are gonna have the narrative of on both sides of the badge. I bring that to the table and I can just explain it to you so that we don't misquote things or say things that you know we have no evidence of other than what the media gives us. Yeah, let's and get the there. I mean, I wanna, get can, you, can you adjust your mic? I think there's some, make sure your mic is aimed, your mic is a little low. The microphone. I'm a little low? Yeah, just, so I, can, I can I can come up more. How's that? Yeah, yeah, that's much better. Thank you. Sorry, okay. I, I was trying to fix it on my end. Yeah, but I, make sure people I, I would like you. to give my opinion on the the Seth yeah. Rogan situation. But too. let's let, let's go to yeah, Jody. Go ahead, please. Yeah, the way I see it, Seth Rogan got tired. Of, he don't want to hear that shit. At the point he's trying to make a stance, he's trying to make a statement, he's trying to shed light on what happened to George Floyd. And when you say Black Lives Matter, that's the the narrative that's being talked about. So when someone comes in and say hashtag All Lives Matter. Hashtag this. I want to see that shit. He don't want to see that because he knows that there's a lot of people that are going to put that all lives matter in as a way of going against the Black Lives Matter movement. 
Some people actually use it that way. And Seth Rogen, I feel like he's like, I don't want to hear none of that shit. If you ain't talking about what happened to him is wrong, I don't want to hear it. That's why I say, F you, get off my channel, don't watch my movies. Because I know a lot of people, instead of, I think, I believe that a lot of people, instead of them saying, freak Black Lives Matter, what they're getting behind is this all lives matter comment. So when I'm saying, when he's saying Black Lives Matter and he's passionate about it, and then in comes all this barrage of, nah, all lives matter. It's to kind of douse the flame of what he's trying to promote. We all know all lives matter. That's common sense. Of course we know all lives matter. But this is why we're trying to say black lives matter as well, just as much as white lives matter. So when people try to throw anything, he, I don't think he wanted to hear nothing. If you ain't trying to talk about what I'm trying to talk about and you're trying to go against it anyway, miss me. And I applaud him for that, bro. He went full scorched earth on him. And I, I, I'm with it. Right. And let me, Jody, Jody, let me throw you an alley-oop. I, I, I want to stack the deck for you because Black Lives Matter, they both matter, but it's insensitive right now yep. to sort of water it down with yep. just all lives matter. Yep. Right now, we're not talking about all lives. Yep. We're talking about a black life yep. that mattered, that was murdered in plain view. Without the video, this is a different topic. Yep. So, Aliou, kudos to you for taking Thank a stance you. and calling it what it is. Because if we don't do that, it won't be our generation that has an issue. It's going to be our grandkids going to be their kids. So at what point do we drive a wedge between the bullshit and the real shit, call it what it is, stop yep. placating it, stop playing around for nine or 10 days. Let's get this sensitivity training in place for both sides of the badge. So you know what to do and you don't have to feel and walk in fear and be afraid. Neither do I. And the police officer should also not feel that he's afraid for his life when he comes in contact with you. So that's what we're doing with the protocol is solution focused. Whatever we focus on today, we could talk for three hours, but if we focus on the problem, it gets larger. If we focus Facts. on the solution, that will get bigger. And that's why I'm on the show. So Andy, Facts. let's go with your questions on pop protocol because I wanna focus on the solution. Seth yeah. didn't do anything wrong. He called out a hyper-focused issue. He nailed it. And I'm glad that he had the courage, the courage, and it wasn't monetization for this guy. Eight million, 8.2 million followers on Instagram. And he said, you all can go somewhere with it. I'll just leave you with this. Seth Rogen has credibility. He has, he's used entertainment as a catalyst to get where he is today. That's why he has almost 10 million followers. The only thing I have for Seth Rogen is as an authoritative figure, Seth, we needed you to stay in that narrative and not leave it to F those people where you could have educated them or bring Jody on your show. Bring me on your show. I'll do the heavy lifting, dog. I'm ready yeah, to go. That part. Go. That's right. Go. Yeah, it's, oh, it's true. I mean, pass, man, let's go. I think you Sorry, said it really right. well. I'm glad. Right, it's go time. You got to we'll do it. Ready. You don't got to get ready. I, I we'll see. We'll get to all your chats. Keep them coming. Thank you for supporting. But I, you just said it really well. You both have. You said it before too, Joe. We talked about this. But 
Yeah, and I think it's important for people on my channel, everyone to understand, like, people were coming at Seth. They were getting mad at him for doing what he did, but it's important to understand why he did what he did. But I do think what you just said also, Sean, is really important. Like, yes, he has every right, and I understand why he did it, but he has a platform, and there's ways to sort of begin to start educating why he's doing it. But at the same time, the fact that he did it is prompting these conversations so we can actually have them. So I, I got to give him credit for being a standing up for his values and doing what he believes and sticking to it because it's how else do we learn? I mean, I, I want to get to Pop Protocol. We're going to get there because solutions is how we solve this. But just in other sort of situations out there how look i'm a white guy i don't I, i'm still trying to figure out sometimes like how to how to answer some of these questions or what am i supposed to say i want to stand up and support black lives do matter to me i i see this systematic racism it's gone on too long we've been through this story too much what can i do like what can i do or other people who sort of believe in this what what is the proper way to give obviously i'm trying to give my platform i'm trying to have these conversations i'm trying to be as real and honest as i can but what are things other people watching might be able to do to sort of help this cause keep momentum and actually prompt change uh, versus just keep talking about it or wait for it to move on and then go on to the next issue how do we really make sure this one sticks joe you want me to take it jody and i'll tag you in uh yeah go for it all right, so look, Andy, you, you, you're asking a, a basic question. Your question is, what can, first of all, what can white America do to support black America? Is that your question? Yes. All right, let's call it what it is. But look, here's, here's what I'm saying. First of all, it has to be a humanitarian effort for life and to live. We have to stop compartmentalizing us. We're all human beings. We're the same, man. We're the same. None of us are going back to Africa. None of that's happening. We didn't, we didn't even volunteer to get on the boat to come. So going back is not an option. We're here now. We're together. So that's number one. What we can do as society is have solidarity, create unity, and support and love, especially in a moment of pain. People are grieving. People are frightened. People are in fear and people need to heal. So it's not about what white people can do for black people. It's not that. What it is, it's a humanitarian effort for solidarity and unity. And, and if you really want to go there, is it really black and white or is it economics? You don't, you don't see this happening. Black people live in Beverly Hills. Has a black guy gone jogged in, in Beverly Hills and got shot or anything? It's ec economics is playing a role. Politics is playing a role. The media is playing a role. This is all positioned. So let's stop compartmentalizing your black guy. We're people. We're people first. There, there, there is the color of my skin does not dictate my character. Martin Luther King couldn't have said it better. So we have to stop this that now, oh, white people, what do you do? Just be people. Let's, let's come together, solidarity. Let's unite. And for a cause that is right, especially in 2020, this isn't 1963. And I'm not going to sit up here and go, I have white friends, I got this friend. Then, then, then they're putting me in a position, I got to name all my ethnicities. So if I'm going to name, I got white friends, Puerto Rican friends, Armenian friends, I got Middle Eastern friends, I got friends from Ecuador. So what do I got to do? Go down and listen? That shit's exhausting. Yeah. We're people. I passed the mic. I yeah. My Jody, time. yeah, go ahead, Jody. Yeah, I'm going to roll with that one. So look. I'm going to say immediately the first thing that I thought about that comes to my mind about how can we get white people to kind of understand the answer is get to know us, man, as people. 
I feel if you got to know us and hang with us, spend time with us, but then I know that's not easy. And then I'm going to go into what, what, he, what he was talking about, what Sean was talking about. There are barriers that are put up between you and me. There are barriers put up between whites and blacks, uh, between uh, whites and blacks and browns. Uh, gentrification since the 40s and the 50s. This neighborhood for, for people with uh, better economic uh, uh, abilities over here. This freeway, divide. This neighborhood, poor. Schools, bro. Schools is a huge way to help it out. Stop. I try to get my son in a better school. Why do I have to leave my neighborhood to get my son in a better school so he gets a better education? And I jump through those hoops, change the address, use the auntie, use my job, use my girl's job just to get my son in a school where he gets a teacher that cares, where he has books that he can actually use, a, a tablet in, in his class. Why do I have to jump through those barriers in order to get equal opportunity education for my kid because that's the way the system is laced there's laws in place that create these barriers within our society that keeps us from reaching out and grabbing hands man those barriers need to be changed the gentrification that needs to be different i should be able to buy a house in culver city for the same amount that i could be able to buy a house south of the 710 freeway west east of the 710 freeway it should build to that because we should build all the neighborhoods and, and un take those barriers down. And then once that happens, once the kids playing together in school, once that once my black son could go to that 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 nice neighborhood school and then Cody and my little Jojo could be friends and then they go to middle school and they spread it out and go to high school, spread it out. And then the new wave comes in 50 years. We gonna have a totally different melting pot. In 50 years, we can have blacks, whites, and Mexicans all chilling together. If we get to know one another, there's some stuff that white boys do that will freak it when we put our black culture on it. There's stuff that we do that white boys will freak if they put their little white culture on it. And I'm just saying, we need to get to know each other. And that's what I think. And I think the barriers need to be put down. And, and that goes down to the laws. Yeah. And I want to say, Jody, just to add, culture, the different cultures make us stronger as people. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a good experience to learn from other cultures. And really, if we can just get to a place where we just have unity and we're all because there's no doubt that we're all in this together. It, it, we are. What love it or hate it. We're we're in this together. So what do we do, Sean, next? I mean, you, let's talk about what the pop protocol, because to me, the biggest yeah. problem right now, and Jody and I talked about it, but we, and we did agree that there is a, not all cops are bad. That's something we right. got to come to terms no, with. No, no, no. There you, are a you, lot. Of, there are bad cops yeah. out there. There are bad apples. But as we've said, you can't have a bad apple. You can't have a bad cop in that profession. It's too dangerous. Uh, we're seeing the effects of it. What can we do to, to weed out the bad apples? What can we do to actually make a change here? Right. So I, I, I think what we've experienced being a part of uh, popprotocol.org, it's a nonprofit. And what we did, Jody, is we went and we put together a collaboration with the Sheriff's Department. And what we wanted to do was we wanted to bridge the gap between law enforcement and civilians. There's only one way to do it. We had to, and we had to create sensitivity training on both sides of the badge. There was a stigma in the black community amongst especially young kids that felt like they hated the police, right? And the main reason it could have been homegrown. They said, we asked a 10 year old black kid, 
do you, how do you feel about the police? And he said, F the police. So that was before the seminar, before the workshop we put on. After that, my partner, Jeff Dyson and I, we put on a workshop to talk about how to connect with the police officer during a protocol if you are pulled over. After that, we interviewed the, the, little, the little kid again. He said he had a newfound perspective. He didn't use my words, but he said he had a change of heart because he didn't know that police officers are mothers, dads, cousins, uncles, and brothers. They're human, they're human beings. What we did in the program at the Sheriff's Department is the Sheriff's Department allocated police officers to come also to be a part of the sensitivity training. What we did in these meetings and these protocols with the police officers is they got an opportunity when they weren't arresting someone or detaining someone to have an opportunity to hear from a 16 year old boy. When the officer, we did a Q and A, we opened it up and we said, it's a Q and A time. A 16 year old black kid stood up. He was, he was, this dude was, we were in Long Beach, California. He stood up and the police officer, he's, the police officer was trying to be nice. Cause this was a, this was a workshop. He said, yes, young man, do you have a question? He said, I don't have no fucking question. You murdered my cousin. Right. He was talking to a commander of the police department was eight other cops in the room, black cops, white cops. And the, the officer, I remember clear as day, the sheriff said, the sheriff said to him, what happened, man? Tell me what happened. Come up here. So he came a little closer, but he was afraid. But what happened was you got, you had an opportunity to witness a good cop, a good police officer that is community policing, that not all cops are bad. He could have said, sit down. I don't have no time for this. He took more time than anyone I've ever seen to make sure that this 16 year old black man didn't end up either trying to kill a cop, attempt to murder or end up in jail. He mentored him in that meeting in front of about 200 kids. At the end, that kid came up for a photo op that we do, and he took a picture and he hugged Jim. I'm almost, this is two years ago. I'm almost certain today that that kid, not only is he now maybe in recruitment as an explorer or a cadet in the sheriff's department, but the sensitivity that we used in POP not only touched a commander's heart, that it trickles down to keep us safe on both sides of the badge. The alternative is death. So when I used yeah. to do this in two years ago, I used to see that when people would walk up to me and say, hey, Sean, and they would say to my partner, Jeff, why are you telling black kids to show their hands or follow instructions or have respect? The hell is wrong with you? The Sworn alternative is death. Now you see that. So if you don't want to follow instructions and, and exchange respect, and you want to be an asshole and mouth off, to a police officer with three of their partners on deck with guns and, and, and billy clubs. Now, I guess, knees and body parts. You don't even want to get in that position, dog. You want to you wanna make sure you do everything to stay your ass out of custody. I don't care if you're black, white, female, male, 220, yep. 105 pounds, a buck 10 wet. Yep. The last thing you want to do today is get your ass in custody. You don't want nothing to do with handcuffs. So when that police officer walks up to your car, when that police officer says, hey, excuse me, young man, excuse me, uh, uh, miss, 
Uh, we need to talk to you. We're conducting an investigation. Ain't no time to mouth off. I'm going to tell you the worst thing you can do. Don't hold court in the street. Ain't no judges and ain't no juries. And it, your lawyer can't help you in the street. So when George Floyd was calling out for his mama and he was saying, please don't kill me. I can't breathe. We heard that from Eric Gardner. We heard it. We saw it. But that dude wanted to call it a mistake. The shit we saw nine days ago wasn't no mistake. Intent. So I put up a petition. Yeah. And I'm going to calm down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to calm down. But I put up a petition when they put up the third degree murder and the second degree manslaughter. I had a petition. I did it the first day. Got over 2,000 signatures. I directed every signature to Amy Gobachar and Tim Waltz in the state. So every time someone put on the thing that they were going to sign the petition, it went straight to them. So what I'm saying is I think that with the POP protocol and the sensitivity training that we do at popprotocol.org, yes, I plugged it because that's where we should go for the next move. We can get into these law enforcement departments. We can save lives on both sides of the badge. I get it. It's bad apples in everything we do. It's bad apples in my family law firm. It's bad apples at the YMCA. It's bad teacher. It's 10%. There's a little percentage that something's bad with everything. But what we can do as a society, people, no matter what your culture is, we're all in this together. We can support one another, be community, be neighborly, and we go get it done. Stop complaining. Popprotocol.org is a solution. We, we go in, we train the police officers, we give them hu a human touch that life is important. Black lives do matter. Everybody's all over BLM, but they've been stressing this point. So we got to support one another, man. That's all we have to do, Andy. No, it'd be well said. I mean, I love it. I I'm curious, though. There's nothing love like it. this currently out there. That's terrible. I mean, we need to obviously look this up and do more and support to get this name out there. But there's no – are cops not enforced to do any sort of sensitivity training currently? Do you know? Well, there's no, there's no mandates. And when we came – this program was, I, I believe, was a little bit before its time. Uh, the way it came about back in the Mike Ferguson – uh, so you guys know about Ferguson, right? Mike Brown. Um, I was the moderator at the first uh, uh, annual thing when he died, commemoration of his life. I was the moderator with his dad. And uh, I came home that day and I called my buddy, Jeff, Jeff Dyson, who's my co-founder and president of Pop Protocol. And uh, said, what can we do, man? And we realized that if we just sort of compartment mentalize it like the media and put it about racism, put it about white versus black, them against us. Anytime you them against us, you create a competition. So without creating a competition, the bigger narrative, the parallel at a hierarchy is to educate, to show respect, to just have a good attitude and move us forward with momentum that we are all associated with positive and effective change. That's not hard to do. Now, when we did the pop protocol called Jody and Andy, I want to tell you, we, what the sheriff's department did, we set up six hotspots with Karen Manish. She was the chief of the sheriff's department. 
She saw us on KTLA. She called us up and said, hey, I want to set up six hotspots in Los Angeles, Compton, East LA, the ABC school district over in uh, Paramount. The superintendents embraced this project. We went into the hotspots. We surveyed over 1,000 kids. The success rate was 98% turnaround. We did 10 survey questions to 1,000 kids that said POP protocol changed their attitude about law enforcement. Now, to answer your question, was it mandated that these police officers go into some sensitivity training? The real answer is no. But nowadays, we know that if we don't have some sensitivity training on the other side of the badge with a civilian oversight council, it could get swept under the rug again. So the time is now. The product is available. We're sitting on a bag of gold, and we're complaining we're broke. Let's, let's use the gold that we have. Dude, I love it. I love the passion. I love what you're saying. I, I see the chat. They're all loving it too. So thank you for coming and sharing this so we can all do more research about figuring this out because it's it's true. I mean, I think there's a lot of questions that we there's a lot we can talk about here about what's happening right now. But I love that there's a solution of ideas that we can do the work to try and really solve the problem because I, I do really think it comes down first to the police and how do we make sure we're keeping them accountable, we're, we're putting them in check, but yeah. also making sure that we're not just rushing to scream. We're, we're, we're showing them lives. We're figure, they're seeing it firsthand, and both sides do really need to see that sometimes. So the stories you're sharing are amazing. Uh, thank you for doing what you're doing over there. Um, I, I want to broaden it up to sort of just bigger questions because I see it. Look, and, and thank you to the mods who are being nice in the chat. I see there's a lot of trolls, and there's some really annoying arguments happening in there. But try to ignore that and listen to us because I think there's some really important stuff here. But I want to ask some more questions sort of overall about this world we're currently in and what we can do and what are the reactions and <clears throat> are we overreacting, et cetera. Like, look, look, even the chat, like, no, there's a lot of people who are angry, right? There's a lot of people who are angry. There's a lot of people. What are they angry about? Well, I mean, it goes all ways. I mean, I understand why people are angry about George Floyd, obviously. But now that the the sway from the media and everything else is sort of, I think a lot of people are getting distracted and angry at the looters, right? That's something that's happening right now where people are getting fed up and they're, they're, they're focusing there and they're focusing their energy on the looting. And these people must be killed. These people must be stopped. And I agree. Like, we got to stop, you know, we got to have justice on these people who are murdering people and looters or whatever breaking stores not is not helpful to this movement but how do we how do we help people sort of not get so focused on that and not miss the issue at hand you know what i'm saying like there's a lot of discontent i think in the world right now where it's like how do we how do we open their eyes to be like guys stop focusing on that and focus on this greater issue jody you're already rolling your eyes let's hear from you yeah look there's the media is the most powerful tool to sway public opinion on this planet man the media is going to do what the media do. What I said, like I said about social media, I hate social media. But I know that this is one of the instances where it's telling the truth. If you look at social media, your Instagram, your Twitter, all the videos that people are catching, it's showing what's really going on out there mm-hmm. versus what CNN, MSNBC, Fox, CBS, whatever they might try to report, the narrative they try to push, they're not the news in this situation it's no true. more. Especially for this, I ain't checking them fools out. The only news that I watch is when I watch helicopter cam footage showing down at the big mobs and crowds and stuff like that. And the the good protesters, I look to social media to where the real videos are when I see someone trying to set a building on fire. And then a black dude from the movement says, give me that. A dude trying to break a window out with the trunk of his skateboard and a black dude roll up and say, give me that. Get up out of here. Or the video that I saw. Of a, uh, of, a, of a white gentleman trying to flame up a trash can 
and the whole crowd of white, blacks, and Mexicans both grabbed him and then gave him, fed him to the police and said, arrest this fool, bro. Mm. The social media is the real education here. Look at what you see is real, not what you see with a with a with a a, a badge on it, a CNN, an MSNBC. They all here for profit and for narrative. Can't trust them, man. No, it's totally true. I mean, I, I get in a fight with somebody about like, oh, those people when when Trump did his his uh, photo op, and then there's now like CNN's like it's tear gas, and then Fox News is it's not tear gas. Like they're both totally <laughs> just trying to yeah. plant their version of it. And then you go and actually read the accounts of the people who were there, and it was yep. you get the actual truth of what's happening. Uh, it's really scary. So what do we do? Are we supposed to just ignore? So ignore the media? Check the Twitter. I mean, even people on Twitter though are weaponizing this and going it in certain ways. How are we supposed to? you know, be civil and respectful through all this. Because look, there's a lot of people who are rightfully angry seeing people dying. Not Obviously George Floyd, but even these people in the looting trying to protect their belongings. It's all awful Andy, what's happening. Jody, yes. Andy, sometimes video you just can't refute. If CNN, MSNBC, CBS reported the death of George Floyd, this wouldn't have happened. There wouldn't be no protest, bro. It's that raw video that showed him dying, bro. That went viral. Why that, that, this true. Nobody, nobody reported on it until it went viral on the internet. Exactly. So right. if trust in what you, and a lot of people say, trust in what you see with your eyes. Don't believe a narrative. Don't believe it. Aside. Only go with, if you see it and you see it's really happening, leave the context out of it when it comes to death or violence. There's no reason to get violent. There's no reason to kill. Yeah, you, you have laws where stuff is justified, but killing and violence is wrong. If you see somebody burning down a building, bro, that's wrong. I don't care what they're doing it for. If you see somebody bashing someone's head in with a billy club, what does it matter? The video I saw of the five cops who pulled over the co two college kids in the car, smoked, bashed out their windshield, bashed out their window, threw the girl out, tased the man in the car while he's seizing, yanking him out like that, bro. Those two cops I heard were fired and, and four more cops were also penalized. You could see that. CNN would have spun that. MSNBC, CBS, they would have spun it. They probably wouldn't even have showed it. So heck yeah, social media is doing its part. It's doing more good right now than bad when it comes to this coverage. Sean, do you agree right. on that? Yeah, I do. I, I think that you guys are spot on. I mean, the the narrative that's being played out in the media, the media's job is is similar to, you know, what happens in 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 the attorney world. It's to incite confusion. Without the confusion, you don't have the media. So no one wants to watch something that's not confusing, right? So you have one platform that spins it one way, and then you have another platform that spins it another way. So depending on which platform you're watching is the spin you'll yep. get. So it goes to Jody's point that social media is a raw tool or mechanism that is really where the truth is going to lie because once it hits social media and someone drops that video, pins it, the media can't go and edit it or spin out what they want, right? But I think ultimately our news source traditionally has been the media. In defense of CNN a little bit, uh, CNN is in Atlanta and you know, tearing up businesses. CNN, without CNN, some of these voices that the communities needed, it wouldn't exist. Fox News is not always, you know, putting out the voice. So um, 
in, in, in defense for them, I think, you know, we have to also recognize our allies and who is, who has our back, but not always, or is anyone going to have a hundred percent, but ultimately the media is going to spin it. We know that. And people well, just and, central, and centralize it. Like it's just every night now, it's like almost like primetime TV. Right. Like what's on the riots tonight on CNN and Fox. It's pretty gross. And then even last night I tuned in, it's like, there wasn't really anything happened, but they have to still like, oh, you just missed a big fire. And they're just trying to make everything out of nothing to keep this sort of the anger spewing, which to me, right. uh, the, the fact that they're focusing on that more than the peaceful protest or the issues at hand is really is scary. Let me give you let me just give you just give you a quick point. I mean, we had a we had a, a situation where everything would be taken out of context. The rioting, the, it, it went from it went from protests to s- civil unrest to looting, to rioting. So it escalates like DEFCON one, two, three, four. So the media gets more eyeballs at DEFCON four. They know that, they're journalists, that's what they do. However, you cannot negate the fact that the memorial has been set up where the man died. The family has been there. They're keeping the pressure on DA Ellison, the uh, AG Ellison. He's done, I think he's done one of the most impressive jobs of the speedy, the rapidness of getting this case uh, amended. Um, Also bringing the other three officers to justice said a lot about the state. I think that in the beginning, I would be, I was appalled by the optics of the situation, which threw me for a loop that that wasn't second degree murder off the top. However, I think things have been reconsidered, amendments have been done. I think no one can disagree, no matter what ethnicity, origin, culture, wherever you're from, that we did not witness murder. We witnessed, if you've never seen murder, you've seen it now. You know what it looks like. It was death by police officer, but we should be careful not to put them all in one basket. We can't do that with anything. That's like saying every doctor you go to is bad or every dentist you go to. You you don't do that with your grocery store because if, you know, so you can't, so there's good cops out there as well. Now we have a narrative saying that, you know, why aren't the good cops telling on the bad cops? When's the last time when a basketball team, you ratted out your homie or you ratted out your partner? So you have to be somewhat reasonable to the morality of what the unions and the camaraderie are in the police departments. What I can say to everyone watching, the trolls, the commenters, whatever, the bottom line is education, sensitivity, awareness, programs like POP Protocol. We dealt with a lot of really good people who wanted to make solutions. Everyone that is in this narrative on social media, following the comments, doesn't matter what they're saying because no matter if it's negative or positive, you're listening to me spew education about sensitivity on both sides of the badge and ultimately saving lives. So whatever you think or whatever you don't think, it doesn't matter because now you know there's a positive alternative to save lives on both sides of the badge. We can educate police officers. And one thing that I can go to is that the police departments, especially the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department, will come on your show anytime. I'll bring officers in uniform and I'll have them break the narrative down. One of the partners that we have in the sheriff's department 
He's a police officer. He's been a police officer over 30 years. Until we did the POP protocol training, he said he had never thought to tell this to his own kids. He was just taking it for like, hey, man, you know, he didn't even think about it. Never dawned on him. But just as many killings that are happening to people by police officers, we've seen some horrific ones that, that we can put our fingers on. But what about the hundreds we didn't see? Yeah. What, about the, what about the hundreds you didn't see? Why doesn't the media talk about when uh, there's other situations going on? We haven't seen any of that. So all I'm saying is let's have solidarity, create unity, whether you like it or not, the police aren't going anywhere. So we might as well create a narrative that educates the police officers to have sensitivity towards our cultures, our communities, our people, our loved ones, so that we can live on both sides of the badge. I never met a cop that said, hey, I'm throwing on my uniform today and I'm gonna go out and kill someone. And I don't think anyone got up this morning going, yo man, I might be killed by a cop today. So that's not the narrative. So we can do better. We expect better, we're smarter. We got the power of social media influence. We have people with thousands of followers. We have a voice. Use our voices. Use people that are ready to get involved. Back to Seth really quick. That was bold. That was a lot of courage. But you know what? Love it or hate it, he was bold. We need more bold celebrities. Bold. Stop trying to hide behind yep. their monetization for their next movie. They don't want to say anything because they don't want you might not buy a ticket. That's bullshit. Lives are being lost. You need to speak up. And you made this money. You made these movies. You did the entertainment on our backs. Stop being a coward hiding behind your monetization. I don't mm -hmm. want to call out any names because then I'm going to get a bunch of texts. Here's the real deal. You know who you are. It's time to speak up. It's stop. I mean, I, I'm not even going to go Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go from Brooklyn, but I'm not going to go Brooklyn. Well, while you're, while you're, go ahead, Jerry, I, have a, I, I want to get a hot question here, but go ahead. You were going to say something, Jody? Yeah, I want to say something. Shout out to Seth Rogen, bro. Look, I first caught wind of him on the political activist side when he was lobbying. I saw this man in front of the the the, the courts, where uh, putting awareness on Alzheimer's, and he was letting them know exactly how terrible a disease Alzheimer's is to help get more funding to it, more awareness to it. And he was speaking that real, man. I was like, damn, look at Seth Rogen. All right, for sure. I'll see yeah, you. Yeah, it's hilarity so, for yeah, charity. His, his thing. He does a lot. I've met the guy. He's such a good guy. He's such yeah, a he's, genuine he's guy. Dope. I'm such and a And I want to say one more thing. Uh, I'm proud of where we're at right now, man. Yeah. I'm seeing all them people in the masses, bro, protesting this sheet. You see France, the world, bro. The world is looking at this sheet. Eddie, Sean, I think we might get some change, bro. You can't, coming, you can't not make a move after this. Man, I say the younger generation showed up. Now look, I'm not Heck condoning yeah. looting. I'm not condoning looting. And I think it's, it's messed up <laughs> looting small businesses. Yeah. That absolutely. is wrong. But, but Starbucks, right? No, come on. <laughs> I had a I had a 19-year-old DM me on Instagram. And she said if Martin I had put up a post about Martin Luther King. And she said if Martin Luther King was alive today, I'm not sure he would have, you know, nonviolence, nonviolence. So I had to school her on Jeez. how things work. But after we in, engaged and I stayed with her on the dialogue, she said, you know what? You're right. We can be more, our voices are louder. When we loot and tear up and burn down, we lower our voices. It changes the impact that we have. 
We are in a powerful society. They don't want to talk about voting. They don't want to talk yep. about changing uh, congressional leaders. They don't want to talk about if you don't do the right thing as the senator or the governor or the mayor in your state or in your city, we will vote you out. The power of voting is strong. Stop yep. taking it for granted. The civil rights movement happened. People died for that. So we have to remember the priority is to make sure we get out there and we vote. We have to vote. And when you're seeing masses of people come out, whatever they're doing, we should see the same amount of attention when it's time to register to vote. They'll be scared shitless if we start voting. So yep, I'm saying to facts. everyone listening to this that is eligible to vote. I don't know in some states when you got out of jail, they changed it. I applaud Florida for doing that. I know Andy, you live there. But what I'm thinking is we can change this narrative to changing laws, legislation. When we start talking those two words, change laws and legislation, people get nervous. Donald Trump is trying to open the country because he don't want He's, he's resistant to mail-in voting. He can stand in as many churches with the Bible. It's all good. I'm not a hater, but I can tell you this. If we put our power behind voting, nothing can stop your voice. Your vote doesn't have a color. It's, it's called power. a vote. Hallelujah. <laughs> well said. It is important Go to vote. on, preacher. Stay safe. Go ahead on that. Uh, yeah, it's tough, though. I think there's people out there who just don't like any of the people that vote, but it's, it doesn't matter. you gotta, you got to make a choice. you got to do the vote. I want to get to some of these chats because I saw a lot of you supporting, and if you want to yeah, send a yeah. chat and send over, thank you. First up, Knock Shadow. Thank you, Knock Shadow. Knock. Thank you, Sean, for your fire content. Jody, Andy, thanks for putting this stream together. I feel like we need this, and I hope YouTube doesn't take it down. Knock, love you. Thank you for always being there and supporting. Uh, this one's a, this is a tougher one. Uh, <laughs> Jody and I already had, had a uh, we, we talked about it, uh, but I, he, he, he educated me on this. But I'm curious, Sean, what's your take on this? Aramis asked, are we assuming that George's murder was racism? Sean, what do you think about this? The bottom line is, <laughs> like I like... said before, and I'm going to say this. And first of all, before I even address any comments, I want to say my hat is off to both of you guys. Thank Jody, you, man. Jody's corner is dope. I just found out about it today. Andy, I know you've been on the game plan. What I want to say, commend you guys and say what I love that you're doing is you have a voice, you have an audience, and you're, you're committed to change, positive change. Now, back to that question, like I said to you before, I'm not, I can't get in that killer's mind that morning and tell you if he's racist. That would be a miss, that would be an ill-fired statement on my part. Because I told you, I've been around hundreds and hundreds of cops. I haven't met one yet that said that is an, an option for him that day. But what I can tell you, once it turned into intent, he's, he's a murderer. He's a killer. A murderer or a killer is, is, is a hierarchy to, to, to all of these compartmentalized things. We have to start calling a spade a spade. Whether he was whatever kind of cop or color of his skin or whatever it was, he murdered a man. He murdered a dad. He murdered someone's son. He murdered someone's father, someone's brother, someone's sister. He murdered someone. So I don't want to put myself to say, what is his mindset? Was he a racist? Was he a white cop? Well, what? He's a killer. Straight up. He's a killer. And I saw him do it on TV. 
I saw it with my own eyes. He knew he, he was on camera, his, right? He knew it. He didn't care. For eight minutes and 43 seconds, carotid pressure to the artery of the neck. He I'll was, say it, though. Huh? <laughs> I'll say it, though. I think that man was a goddamn racist, killed him because he was black. I believe that he was racist as shit because I believe had the person under his knee been white, he would be alive today. I honestly, in my heart, believe it. Honestly, there in my is, heart. And, and, and I'll tell you to stack to stack the deck because I, I want to stay true to what I envisioned. I got you. I can, you can, we're entitled to our beliefs. And our beliefs don't have to be public, right? And yeah. that's how people hide behind their beliefs. They don't have to be public. But there's, but we got, we got a, we got a two-part issue here, Jody and Andy. Officer Tao stood by and, ab and, and aided and abetted murder. That cop that had his knee on that man's neck. It just so happened that that was intent. Now, whatever causes the intent can go to a lot of different things, Jody. And I just want to say to just to piggyback on you, but what if that officer had a mental illness? What if he snapped? His wife was going to leave him for divorce. What if he was already spiraling down and timing worked it out? Because yeah. what if they come back with, hey, this guy gave money to NAACP and, you know, because the defense is going to come up with everything to taint the jury mm -hmm. for the final award, right? Because that's what that's what happens in in trials, yeah. right? I, I've been in trials with Benjamin Crump. I see what happens when cops are at this level of prosecution. So what I'm saying to you, could it be mental? Why couldn't a cop have mental illness? Why couldn't have he had been, why couldn't he had have been uh, terror in a terrorist organization under some other auspice that put him in a fatal state of mind? He encounters George. They follow the guy. George never resists. He never resists. So you can draw these conclusions, but conclusions are not facts. And that's where we get it twisted with the media where everyone's watching CNN and Fox based on conclusion. And then it never comes out in the trial. So then we go to the grand jury. You, everyone's mad because the grand jury is some private secret organization of not even your peers. But what's going to be tough is there's not going to be one juror in Minneapolis that doesn't see what you saw and convict this guy. The charge, first degree murder, you need premeditation. Okay, how do you get from a guy that happens in an instant that he planned it? You ain't going to get it. But the higher charge is first degree. They would cop to second degree murder. So what we're talking about is a natural, a killer. We have a killer on our hands. Period. So he could be deranged. I don't know if he's a racist. I don't know that. I don't know him personally. Neither I don't do know I. His, I don't know his. I don't know what his memorandum is. I don't know what his backstory is. I don't know if he's a KKK. I don't know what he is. All I know that I can confirm. He's, he's a murderer. A killer. Yeah. He is a killer. Well, I, said, well said. Well said. He's got a way with words there, Jody. I got to give him credit. <laughs> Bro, I'm standing, and once I understand exactly what he's saying. Factually, we, he's not a racist. Yeah, Andy, I can't factually call him a racist. See, that, that, but when that, I look that, into those eyes, I see the bottom of evil. And my opinion is that that's a motherfucking racist who killed that black man. Right, you know but, 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 but Jody, Andy, hold on. Jody, let me just, yo, my, my man, let me just say to you when we call someone a racist, 
we, we take on a little bit of equity, right? Because it's not in your heart. It's not in your heart. I don't want any equity involved in that. All I know at the end of the day, you're not even sure if he's a murderer yet. He hasn't gone to trial. So right now, what I do know with my evidence, he's a killer. He killed a man. But murder is going to have to be proved, and it's going to be 12 people. Then yeah. you have that fact. So before yeah. the media gets up in arms, make sure we have it right. Don't take any residency, sir, please, in your heart, because don't walk around doing that because you get some of the equity and then people go, well, why are you any better? We are better, but we just have to know that. So we don't want to share that sentiment. So I'm not going to put myself out there and go, yo, because then when I do it, when I judge someone, they can judge me back. So I don't want to be judged. I don't want that for me. So what I'm going to say is I'm going to call a spade a spade. He's a killer. The jury's going to decide if he's a murderer. And then when he gets that ticket, we'll come back on here and we'll talk about the killer who's a murderer. Now, if he comes out and says he's a racist, then we'll talk about the killer who, who got convicted for murder who's a damn racist because he said it. But I don't know that. Well said. Uh, th th I love it. I don't know, dog. Uh, I don't know. Myra, thank you for the support. Uh, you, you sent in early. Uh, Deshaun, Jody, wanted to check your Instagram. My name is something, I don't know, he's King something. He wants to check his Instagram. But thank you, Deshaun, for sending that over. Uh, we went through that, and we got a couple more that came in. And then if you guys have any more, send them over, and then we'll, as we continue this conversation. Steph, thank you, Stefania, uh, one of my Steph. amazing mods, uh, Popcorn Planeteer members here who uh, who's behind the scenes of a lot for you guys. Uh, Jody, Steph, in the U.K., uh, frontline police do not have guns. In America, I see your police force with guns, tanks, completely militarized like a fracking army. I don't understand why is that. I didn't know in England they didn't have it like we do. Uh, I mean, clearly you're watching. Like why, why, yeah, Sean? You know why we're more strapped? Just cause America, man. America, f we, yeah. I mean, we have we have different. We we've set up society a little different. We have, well, you know, in America we have the Second Amendment, so we have the right yep. to bear arms. So. You have, you know, we, we can carry guns and we can put them in the backs of trucks in different states. Um, some states, they can even be loaded. I mean, open carry is okay. In California, in some counties, we have CCWs. So it would probably make sense uh, for the young lady to understand that we have amendments and we have a second amendment that gives us a right to bear arms. So I would think the police would bear arms as well. And then we had one coming in from uh, the last king of Scotland. 92% of African-Americans live in urban areas. Almost all urban areas have been controlled by Dems for 40, for 60 years. Democrats need to look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyone want to comment on that? I ain't touching that. <laughs> I'll pick you back. Yeah, I ain't touching that one. All right, I'll touch it. So basically what, what, what that question goes to is what, what, I, what I alluded to earlier. We have to get proactive out in front with just a little education on who we're selecting and putting in power in our country. We, we are a republic. We are one nation under God, indivisible for liberty and justice for all, not for some. So the narrative must be when it's time to vote, some people have voted because they've seen a yard sign with the guy's name on it. What we have to start doing is educate especially the young people. The young people aren't as out of touch as we make it out to be, right? So they have this power in social media to put out a tweet and sometimes a million people can get hit. So when it comes right now, we're in an in election season. 
it's time to vote for people who are doing the right thing. And sometimes it gets confusing because you think the politician that you're voting for is supporting the cause you're into to only find out when they get in office, they flip the script, right? We've all seen that, right? Mm -hmm. Facts? Okay. So when they flip the script, we make them a one-term politician. That's what we do. If we find out that you went, got in office on my back, and then you went in there and went against what we were doing, and I won't name some governors that have done it, and mayors, and Congress people, and senators, but when we find out, watch when the watchdogs find out that you were elected, then you flip the script on your views, you change your tune, you take money from pharma or whatever you do. Once we figure it out, you're a one-timer. You're gone. Easy. You're a public servant. We have to stop somehow putting political people above. We are the people, man. Damn right. the pe- we, we the people. We the people. Like, they're public we. servants. They are <laughs> they supposed are. to serve the public. Just, just like the, the money. Just like all the money we got was also our money yeah. from taxes. Yo, who came up with 1200 I know some. I know some teachers. I know some single moms. I know some single dads. More than that. I use right around 2300 Yep. Right around 2300 and it should have been two, it should have been spread out two months in a row. 1200 for the first month, 1200 if you needed it the second month. If they were going to keep going with this pandemic, we should have got one more, one more ticket for the third month. Three, three installments, 1200 Let's tally it up to 3600 and call it a wrap. They print money for wars. They print money for their causes. They sure do. Why didn't they print money when they shut the country down? I'm just saying it should have been three installments of 1200, yeah, especially when you had to be, when parents had to be home with the kids, Dude. no childcare, Preach. they couldn't work. Now the people who are sitting up here saying that they're putting, going to give out the, the packages and all of that, they have help. They're not the same people that needed the damn help. Take into consideration for the single mom, the single dad, or a family of two that's living on a, uh, income of one that hurt, man. That hurt. It did. Twelve hundred. I don't know what you're gonna do. Yeah, five hundred for a kid. Yeah, we'll pay rent or pay for food. It's, it's unreal. It I can't. Unreal. I damn sure can't go to Disneyland with five hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. Not no more. Won't be getting no fast pass that day, little Johnny. Remember when you used to? I remember. When, I remember. When little you Johnny used to. will be like, Dad, why is all these people walking uh, past us? Oh, they have a fast pass, Johnny. That's about $600. At Disneyland. It's ridiculous. It is. Uh, the Watch Show, thank you. Nothing but love. All these protests and demonstrations must be not be in vain. We have to make a change. Racial reforms, political and police reforms, and justice for George Floyd. Black Lives Matter. Thank you, Wancho, for that. Uh, and then we got another one uh, who said, uh, there it is. Thank you. Our, 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 our amaze. Sorry. He's back. He said, I tried just saying what Sean just said in the chat, but got killed. So Sean just did it with more eloquence than me. Thank you for tackling a hard question, guys. I, I look as we got it. So I do like when we get tackle these hard questions because it's a tough. It is a tough question, Jody. You had me, and I look. I can't deny that. Could he be a racist? Absolutely. But I share. I just I don't know that guy, so it's hard. But I, I, at the same time, as jo, as Sean says, he's right. I gotta believe. You you have your belief. You're allowed to have your belief, and I can't yeah. knock or belittle your belief. So I, I'm glad we can have these talks to get it all out there. Myra, thank you back. Thoughts on being uh, thoughts on people like RBM, RMB, or people who think they're helping but making it worse. Should they be canceled? Uh, yeah, this is about a Robert uh, Mayer who uh, YouTube drama. I, look, I don't want to get into the YouTube drama anymore. Everyone keeps thinking I'm a drama channel. 
things were said online by this guy that I don't approve of. Uh, I just didn't like him being labeled, uh, and I think it happens a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, he's come forward. He's made his apology. He's done stuff. You know, you guys can go look into that, what he did and what he said. Uh, but, I, look, I, I think fair question sort of asked you, Sean, too. Like, you know, how how quick should we be to judge people who say something wrong about this movement on social media? So it's a good, fair question of like what, when someone says something wrong and this guy said something wrong, uh, but like, you know, if, is it, I, I don't believe in cancellation. That's what triggers me. Like when someone's, when someone, when people are throwing around the word, let's cancel them. Let's get rid of this person. I just, I, it obviously has a, because of me and my background, it really, it affects me in a different way than obviously other people. But uh, you know, I, what, what do we say right now when we see someone online saying something we don't agree with? You're, you're, you're good with words. You're a good media. You know, say, how should we respond to these people uh, when they're saying things we don't approve of or we think they're in the wrong? I think you have to be, you know, cognizant of redirecting the narrative. People have feelings. They have thoughts. We have a First Amendment that says each and every one of us has a right to freedom of speech. That is associated with everyone has a, you know, colon, unless you've had a colonoscopy, colonoscopy. So what I'm saying is if a reporter says something that is insensitive, again, it goes back to sensitivity. It's going to happen. These are human beings making comments. So when someone says something you don't like, redirect the narrative. Also, when we get into making racial slurs or racial comments, like we just talked, we just spoke about, why would we be any better if we were entertaining it. Like I know on you guys' last show, you were discussing the N-word and can white people say it? Well, the answer is, it's no good if anyone says it. So it's, if we're playing Family Feud, that's true. I, got, I have more hair than Steve Harvey, but the number, that answer's not on the board. Yeah. X, X. Out there. No one should be saying it. It was a, and I'm not gonna go off on a tangent on that. Back to your question. We are human beings. We have feelings. If there's insensitivity, we need to correct it. Kicking someone out because they said something that wasn't in alignment with the, with the brand or the, the product, all they'll do is take it somewhere else and escalate it because they feel like they were shut down. Right, and to be clear, I, I see a lot of people talking about. It, so I, I, again, I'm not. Okay. But the, it was just important to clarify what was said. He he incited violence, which wasn't which wasn't right. Um, he he said, uh, you know, there, he was responding to David Dorn. I have death. the tweet right here. He was responding to David Dorn's death, um, which was you you know that one, Sean, where the the guy was bleeding out on the floor, black man, business owner, sort of 77, I think, um, and looters murdered him. Um, and he was he was bleeding on the floor, and uh, you can go. I mean, Jody, go ahead if you want to. You can read it if you need to read it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of caps here. He's, uh, he said, "You want outrage? Watch this, mother freakers. Honestly, f the looters. Here's the moment every gun owner really wants. You want to stop the unrest? Everyone use deadly force. Shoot to kill. Every private citizen." Every business owner shoot to kill. Yeah, well, well, I can just tell you two wrongs don't make a right. Absolutely. So civil unrest has occurred as a result of an escalation. We don't condone it. Someone losing their life due to looting is, is also a tragedy. I mean, a travesty. It shouldn't be happening. Uh, 
Do you think? Do you? Here, I'm going to push you on this one because I've I've done it to Jody. It's only fair I do it to Sean, right, Jody? (laughs) Yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah, you get it. But so here's my problem. Let's get. Let's get. Because is that person? You know, if someone says that, you know, what happened? What happened to him is he was then. Jody's like, you're, you're, I know if someone brings it up, you're going to talk about it. Fuck Jody. <laughs> now I'm Told talking you. about it. But with Sean and everything here, I, I, it's, a, it's a fair, there, there's a fair point of it. I'm curious. There, and I, Cause I don't want to make it about him and the drama there, but it, there's a, I think it's connected to what we're doing in the, in the world. But in that case, like what I got bothered by was obviously his tweet was not well said at all. He, we should never be inciting violence. That's absolutely correct. But then what happened immediately to follow it was everyone just rushing to cancel him um, and to to take it out of context to then say, oh, he wants to shoot black people. Oh, he wants to shoot. Oh, he's going to shoot, you know, everybody. And so what I was very what's frustrating is that sort of the mob of social media can sometimes just get angry, not look into research, not understand why he was angry, because I'm not justifying what he said. But I I, when I saw that clip of that guy bleeding out in the street, it made me upset. Like, I'm like, what do we do? How do we stop this bullshit? It's freaking awful. And I know you know from him like that guy's not racist like i don't think he's racist i think he's angry he's upset about a dying man who's black on the floor um but then uh, you know society's angry right now and they're they attacked him and then they labeled him and they said you're racist you're canceled hey and they made this whole community turn on him and say you got to get out of here da, da, da. meanwhile the guy then you know was angry being called a racist being angry like what are you talking about i'm upset about a man's death all this stuff happened uh and you know push him out the side. We got to, we got to ostracize him because he said something we don't agree with. That was, that was ill-formed. He's later apologized. He made a video. Oh, it's not sincere enough. That's where we are as a society now, right now. It's like, it makes me sad because it's like he effed up. He needed to be educated. We needed to have a dialogue, but I don't believe in cancellation because I do believe he learned. I do believe he, he corrected himself. He changed his words. I mean, Sean, what do you, am I wrong in wanting to give that guy a shot and hear him out to understand did he actually mean the intent behind that? Is he a racist? All of these things. Uh, what is your stance on that? Well, again, when you make comments about race, if you don't have hard evidence, you don't meet, it doesn't rise to the level of it, right? It just doesn't do it. The comments that he made, he has to be accountable for the comments. You, you don't get to have a platform and as a professional as someone who's working on their brand or a level of professionalism and having a voice that reaches the public, you don't get to behave any way you want. So what I'm saying to you is you can't have it both ways. You can't want the police to do one thing, then he shouldn't do this or he shouldn't do that. We have to hold, accountability is global on all fronts. So if you have a voice of power and you let something that personally attacks you based on something you saw and you mouth off at it and you put yourself at risk, you get what's coming to you. You don't get to then retract the comments and go, that's not how I really feel. But to go so far to bring up false evidence that you do not have any legitimacy to prove, that's where we've all gotten overblown. Then he wants to retract it and apologize. But he has to be held accountable. If I'm on this pro, if you're on this program and you make some statement, it could be to something with the Holocaust or with Jews, or you do it out of context, do you think they're giving you a second chance? Why does it always come to when it's about something that's with people of color, black and brown, that it can be recused and, oh, I apologize, I'm not in me. But, but if it's something that happens back with that, it seems to be you'll never be on TV again. 
So accountability is, is, is strong and we have to take accountability seriously. If you're in a position of power, you don't get to pimp your personal agenda on me. If, my, if Jeff Bezos from Amazon had said it, you could, I guarantee you today, Amazon with stock would have went down so far. But did you, but you got to remember when you are in a position of authority, whatever the brand is, you have to be accountable and know that your personal feelings, when you're talking to people, especially today, kids are on this social media, man. They're on it. The generation is going to change in 20 years when they're old enough in college kids, we're going to be the old guys, right? We're going to be in the, we're going to be the older crew. They're going to have a different way of looking at life that we don't understand that we didn't understand when we were their age. So the answer to your question is everyone's accountable. Do not say stupid things because you're angry. Even in your family, your tongue cuts like a sword. And some people have said things with their tongues that they can't take back. So once you say it and you go public, you can't take it back. A lot of us are meaner to our own family members and we're nicer to strangers. Facts. Start supporting your family. Start supporting your loved ones. Yep. Start loving on your wife, your husband, your, your cousin who needs help. We help in other countries do stuff. We got people starving right here. In America, we sending food way over there and you got a homeless problem in your backyard. Let's do it, let's do it first. Let's prove it. Let's get it done. So if he made a comment like that and he played himself, that's on him. He don't get to come back and now tell us, oh yeah, that's my personal feeling, I apologize and uh, I was angry. Sometimes your anger, it's like when someone's intoxicated. You know how people say when you get drunk, your real self shows up. I'm not sure because I've never been drunk or anything. <laughs> but I've been to some 12 step meetings with people when I've listened. And some of these people get into some real feelings about what's deep inside of them. And sometimes when you dig deep, you find out the very person you're next to is deranged. And you're like, yo, I've been friends with this dude for 20 years. He killed everybody in the school. I would have never thought Bob was like that. Bob. You got to remember all of these people in Columbine, the movie theater, the shot up people, they had friends, they had cousins. Yep. What did your moms and families get on the news and say, I had no clue that little John was like that. He was such a good student. And then what does the media do? They put up their yearbook picture. Man, you go look at my yearbook picture, you'd be like, Sean was the happiest kid in class. <laughs> Sean killed everybody now. in the picture was because lunch was after the photo shoot. <laughs> Jody, I want to let you talk or ask Sean anything, but one last question that came in, and you guys can sit them as we wrap up here because I don't want to keep these guys too much longer, but I appreciate this conversation. has been <laughs> fire and I think really important. But MG, thank you for the donation. Uh, U.S. has the biggest population of mass incarnation, uh, incur in in. Incarceration. Thank you. Some words I just can't say. How you put someone who uh, commit check fraud into the same cell with someone who commits murder? Uh, I mean, we have a problem with. I, I do believe. Uh, you know, we're there's too many people in jail for for drug charges, a lot of stuff. Well, for for for, for nonviolent offenses. Yeah, makes and too much a money lot of states it. have addressed the non-violent offenders. Well, and to, and didn't to Trump's him. credit, didn't he actually do something about that? I never like to give him much credit, but didn't well, he, didn't well, he well, do a prison well, reform thing that was actually pretty good? Am I crazy? It was called the first step. Yes. And he did take the first step. And 
in 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 his defense, he didn't get much credit for the first step. I believe Kim Kardashian got more credit than he did. <laughs> yes, that's yep. exactly. Kanye, Kanye, yep. Kanye, Kanye. But it was a uh, good move. You got, I got, you yeah. know, you got to give respect when he, when someone does it because that was yeah, a good was, first so, step. It's a noble venture. Kanye's the only person that said MF in the Oval Office in history. <laughs> he gets that prop, but on a real well note, that we know of, he did, not, he did not get enough credit for the first step. There should have been more credit towards that. And let me explain. I, I was doing a piece the other day, and I was talking about Donald J. Trump is the president of the United States, whether we like it or not. He's our commander in chief. Now, some people will say, and Jody might want to, you know, chime in with me on this, but some people say he's not my president. How in the hell is he not your president if you live in America? He's the United States of America president. Now, depends on what category you put the word my in, but what we can do more of is somehow create solidarity to support. Now, it goes back to my other comment. If you rewind this about six or seven minutes, pick your politicians carefully, vet them. Donald Trump was funny to a lot of us. He made jokes and you're fired. He's the reality star. He's all of the things you want him to be under your dialogue. But here's a guy that comes out of New Jersey, goes into New York, Builds an empire, has more bankruptcies than the court. They just rubber stamp the petition for him. He rises from reality star to president of the free world. There has to be something that we all missed. So now here's your opportunity, America. Vote. Register. If you don't know how to do it, DM me. DM Andy, DM. Yeah. We'll get you there. DM us, and we're going to put you up on voting so that you can make a change. Tell your community. Put it on your social media. If you have 100 followers, turn it into 200. But this November is your time for your voice to be heard. If you stay home, I'm not going to say what Joe Biden said. I'm not going to say it <laughs> on Charlemagne. I'm not going to say it. But if you don't vote, shut the hell up. Sit down. Jody, go ahead. When it comes to uh, Trump being president, that, it, that just is what it is. You can't fight that. Yeah. He's absolutely the president of the United States. I mean, that's just what it is. I think when people say that's not my president means, I don't know, like, y'all didn't, does that mean y'all didn't vote for him? I don't know what that means. Here's what I do know, though. I remember Ice Cube. I remember Snoop Dogg. I remember a lot of rappers. I remember a lot of black celebrities. I remember a lot of people on social media, bruh. Man, President Trump, hey, hey, before he was president, Trump tight, bro. He tell like it is. Trump's a pimp. Trump's a pimp. Oh, man, Trump, man, he ain't racist, man. He just let his cock swing, bro. Trump Trump got money. He get women. He get bitches, man. Trump is a boss, man. <laughs> now how you feel? Because y'all tried to, y'all, y'all voted for him off some cool factor about how he swing his cock because he's a G. But guess what? He swing cock as a G as a president now with laws, bro. And now a lot of them wish they could take that shit back. Take Too it late, back. Jack. Yo, he was hanging out with all the celebrities. He was, they were Not all. Anymore. His, <laughs> they, they, they were all clubbing and pimping it together. Crazy. Now, what, that's why I told you, the people that sometimes are right there next to you, you're never sure who it is. So you can't now recuse, now judge, and now everyone wants to change it up. Yep. You have a voice. This November, 
is your time to vote. You have to get out. So if you don't vote, don't don't I don't want to hear it no more. If he gets another four years, first of all, he incited riots. I was kind I'm not a Trump hater, but what I can tell you, I don't condone inciting violence. I don't condone inciting bad uh, publicity just to be on the news, saying weird things. All you know, some of it sounds senile. You know, some people go, well, he's old and they're making justifications. But I can tell you, anyone with half of reason will agree that you don't incite violence. These people are hurting right now. People are hurting all over the country. That pain to George Floyd's family is real. That's some real, that's some, I wanted to say. That's, that's a real crazy. sheet right there, bro. Yes, that's some, that's real, man. <laughs> that's real. That was someone's dad. Yeah, that's man. not going to make it to the graduation. That's not going to walk his son or daughter down the aisle. That's real. But until it hits home, you don't feel it, though. You don't feel it because you're living in your bubble thinking that you we can't, no one can pop yep. it. But if you don't vote in November, I don't want to hear it. His base, they are going to support him. You better believe that. So you got to put up your vote. Your voice will be your vote. If you don't vote, go sit down. I don't want to hear it no more. Jody, any questions for Sean or me or anything as we wrap up our stream? I want to make sure I give you some time to talk to. I mean, I think this has been, I, I, and I'm sorry, yeah, we, I'm, we let Sean I'm, talk a lot, I'm but I liked his words. for the dialogue. I love the fact that we were able to have this conversation. I'm glad that Sean is a well-spoken, uh, level-minded individual with a high level of intelligence and empathy for both sides of the fence. I really want to know more about POP Protocol and exactly what it is. So poppprotocol.org. I know I'll be checking out the website to understand what it is. What got me when he was talking about proper protocol is how he got cops who had one vision before going into it and how he got uh, people of color who had one vision before going into it. And on their way out, they had completely different visions. I need to see what that pop protocol about, bros. What was going on in there? So popprotocol.org, that's my biggest takeaway. I'm generally curious to know what it's all about. So shout out to Sean for being a part of that. Thank you for being here. And, and this was a, a great conversation. I want to say thank you for having me. I know I was passionate about Love it. agendas today, man, but I feel I, I feel the pain of the country right now. We all feel and it, I, man. I just want to be in a put it in a direction of positive change. Jody, I, I watched you on the show. I've, I've checked out your stuff, man. I just want to say big ups to you, to you, boss, for doing what you got to do, Thank keeping you. it 100 with the community. I think you, everyone should be following you, man. I want to make sure any way I can support you, support oh, the cause, you. and keep it 100. We need to do that. I have my partner, Jeff Dyson. Uh, my partner's at the sheriff's department, uh, Joseph Stevens, Oscar Barragon. And the sheriff, if we can come on your program, I want him to get him on. I want to do that. Yeah, you guys I are together. To. You guys, you uh, sadly, yeah. I'm not there to join you, but you guys should totally hook up. I'm glad. I, I, I want that. I to told happen. you, Jody. Sean was good. It was like I knew I, want I was that excited to, to introduce. I need that. I want to. And Sean, I was. I want to get Sean's YouTube presence up. Sean, we got to talk. We got to get you out there yeah, doing no, more of this I, I on there because we've talked I before. But... Be a, little, a lot more vocal. I got to learn from guys like you know Jody and you guys. I got to learn how to how to do it. I mean, Jody, I could tell his whole setup is pro. He he 100 with it. 
So I think you guys can, you know, help me out. You know, we got the, the little guys over here, but go uh, check it out. Sean Collinson on YouTube, right? And then you can Sean Collinson on Twitter. You go follow him, go give him a like, uh, help him uh, get out there. We're, I'm going to, I'm going to help my best I can get you make sure more people are tuning in and let's have you back. I, I love it. Let's do this more often where you can come in and mediate Jody and I and some of these issues. Cause sometimes we could use it. Uh, and uh, yeah, popprotocol.org is the place you can learn more about this. I also, am going to be obviously paying attention, more, doing more, keep us posted, Sean, let us know how we can help. I really appreciate you coming on and helping and continue this civil dialogue. It's important that we have these dialogues. Uh, it's so frustrating seeing just people just get angry and then walk, walk away and not being able to engage. Uh, Timo, thank you. And also, I think it was Paul earlier. Thank you guys for becoming members here on the channel. Helps uh, this channel keep going. So anybody who uh, uh, can join and you get those icons, put the coins up in the air, as Jody says. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining and becoming Popcorn Planeteers. Uh, we rely, rely on those the monthly because it helps uh, make sure we get uh, the income on YouTube. Demonetizes streams like this because they don't want to support uh, these kind of conversations. It's very frustrating. Uh, so thank you for, for joining. And thank you for all of you who gave the support. Uh, you can always do Demo. support anytime down below and all the links uh, to Jody as well, to me, Cash App, all that stuff is where you can support all your creators uh, when you want to. Uh, any final words there, Sean? Uh, Jody, before we go, I'll let Sean have the final word just because he's as the guest. But Jody, anything yeah, you want to say? Around. Jody, anything you want to say before, uh, uh, to, on this? Before yeah, go we, ahead, Sean. Sean, go okay, ahead. Okay, Jody, I'll take the, I'll take the, I'll take the anchor. Go for it. The final word, Sean, is sort of say here as we as we go. Uh, I think I think that one thing I want to leave everyone with is I think Jody nails it. There is a gift universally in popprotocol.org. What we were initiating is sensitivity training on both sides of the badge. It works. Police officers were open-minded. The sheriff embraced it. Uh, we are partners. We partners with them. If it wasn't, if it, if it was any other way. It, the reception was done well. It was a little bit before its time, but now we're here. Popprotocol.org. I would invite anyone that wants to have me as a guest on their program, whether it's a tough conversation, an easy conversation, it's one that needs to be had. I'll support you, support the movement for solidarity and unity. And I want to say I appreciate you guys' courage. I want everyone to know I love you. And anything we can do to help or have my support, uh, just reach out. Jody. Love You're it. a great spirit, man. Thank you for being. Thank a part you, man. Of it. Thank you, Andy. You're a great spirit for being a part of this, and I just want to say, you know, thank you for having me and giving me this opportunity. Yeah, thanks for coming, Jody. Any th final thoughts? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm just so glad about where we at with this, man. I really, honestly feel with the worldwide movement and everything going on. I yeah. really feel like we might really get some change, some law. You can't ignore this. And I, that is my takeaway, bro. It took George Floyd had to die, but we are about to get change for the first time. What Obama was preaching in 08, I feel it. I feel like the change is coming now. I really do. I feel it, hopeful. I yeah. feel it. And before we go, Andy, I just want to give one shout out to Floyd Mayweather Jr. for stepping up the way he did, man. What do you do? Floyd paid for the funeral, man. He got it going. Boss. Yeah. Oh wow. Good Floyd, for him. Floyd stepped up. Boss. It's cash. Wrote a nice. cash check. I, I thought Shout it to Floyd money, making that money, money mean money, something money, for money, real. Money, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> put it in effect. I mean, we can say, you know, one thing I really love about money Mayweather is he put his money where his mouth is. Facts. And he came through money Mayweather for life. I mean, yep. that heart, spirit, and soul is is in is on is on the is in the front line. So yeah, you know, game recognized game. 
That's it. Real recognize well, real. Just end it, we got, and we should end this I'll, as a, a memory to George Floyd, obviously. But I, I saw something, the, the, his daughter, when she was out there, and they were inter- talking about how my dad is a hero. Yeah. And it just it got me so emotional because it's what's happening is so awful. But the fact that this guy's, you know, this man's death's yeah. not going to be in vain. The fact that he's going to create radical change. We have to make sure this wasn't a waste. This wasn't done for like we, we got to make sure this good comes out of this. Uh, and if yeah, that's what me, it takes, Andy, you know, it's a beautiful Andy, can thing. I say one thing before yeah, please, we go? Sean. So I want to just tell you, Jody. So on Monday, I did an algorithm. I did an analysis. I put an algorithm together where I took every unarmed black man that had uh, been fatally shot or killed by a police officer, I took all the numbers, I multiplied it by 90 by the power of four. And then I did this other thing where I came up with 15. The 15 sort of told me about the uh, power of 15 was 15 minutes of fame. Meaning that the news stories, after I finished the calculation, it gave me 138 minutes, I mean 38 hours. And if it happened on a weekend, it added 72 hours to it because movements would come in on the weekend a little stronger because they would organize. So after the 132, it would drop into 72 more. By the time it all flushed out, it would end up flushing out on a Wednesday. So according to this algorithm, every death sort of sustained within my algorithm, which was accurate, that today was the day that everything that was going on the DEFCON 4 that I spoke about earlier would mm-hmm. be down to a 2 or a 1 by Where Wednesday. Where is that? Huh? Where is it at now? Still a 4? It's at, no, it's at 2 or 1 because of the chain of events coming out with Ellison, the AG, the, attor- the Attorney General in Minnesota and in Minneapolis. And so what's happening is this algorithm that I had showed that the media cared about it, 132 plus 72. At the end of the 132.72, the media sort of put it down. They're trying to move on to something else? They want to move on. So now, according (laughs) to my algorithm on the the analytics, they're now telling us we screwed up on the pandemic. So they're now slowly pushing it back to, you took off your mask, you all broke protocol on the pandemic, nice going. So they're now squeezing out. The looting is coming down on the DEFCOM. The... The rioting is going to slow down because the AG bumped up, amended the charges. So All you're narrative. In that in this algorithm and this analysis that I have, it's par for the course, which goes to your comment, which made me think about it. The media, you got to be careful with the media. That's crazy. The media. So you have to be in tune to social media. More of this. I believe more people are going to watch this than they're going to watch the evening news. Now, Traditionally, older folks know about the evening news and, you know, these older journalists, but this is the real talk. And if you don't have this, you, you won't get out and vote. You won't be suspicious of media. You'll draw conclusions that are other people's conclusions. You'll make silly mistakes calling people a racist, which will incite riot, incite violence, incite hatred. And we don't need no more hatred. We need to bring love, love, love. So if we don't find any love, the alternative is eight. So we need to find love, love, love. That's all we Where need. Is the Pray. love, the love. Stand with the Beatles. The love. <laughs> love, love, love. 
what's well, crazy to you right and it's like the, the i don't we can't say the uh we, we call it the bud light here sean because youtube won't let you say the actual you know name of that uh the other won't. beer which is crazy but yeah it, it, you i'm realizing more and more just like all the conspiracy theories about it like i'm realizing i don't think they're conspiracy theories i think we're starting to, to notice like we, we've been out for more than two months and the instances aren't going up like what was going on and there's a lot of people who are like see you can't go out you're putting people's lives at risk i i don't know we can't keep the economy down it's we'll it, see the whole thing is starting to really be like what is actually happening in this world it's very frustrating we can't get clear answers and understand what's happening uh so anyway yes well said that the, the, that was i was trying to do all that math as you were saying i was like my god and then when you got to the the realization i was well, like I that just is, wanted to, i just wanted yeah to no it's crazy that blew my mind media be on this I knew it was a I knew it was a big one. I think George Floyd's death cannot go in vain. I did the I did the analytics to look at how is this going to play out. The, the numbers don't lie. So Wednesday we were at DEFCON two, the looting it all ramped up to DEFCON four. It was like a hurricane when they give a hurricane a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a whole thing for it. And I can tell you in one of my brackets I had an X factor of one point three M which wow. is 1.3 million that I had to associate with my other numbers, which mean, which meant I needed an influencer with 1.3 million followers to get it out really globally. Wasn't able to uh, procure the 1.3 person. I believe it's coming, but it didn't change the algorithm that spot on Wednesday morning, we landed at DEFCOM 2. Mm. I tell you by Friday, we'll be at DEFCOM 1. Any organizations that are protesting this weekend, I believe that we're going to enter a protest realm of peace and civility because what's happening now with Ellison, the attorney general in Minneapolis, is that a, a change of events have been amended to what is the right thing to do. And now people are starting to embrace, like, wait a minute, no fake grand jury, no behind closed doors bullshit. And now we're on point with a second degree murder charge which the evidence can support it, aiding and abetting second degree murder on the other three officers put in custody, facing 50 years at $1 million bail, unless those police officers had really rich relatives, they're, they're, they're in jail, That's a wrap. they're locked down. So 1 million is a statement that we are not going to tolerate this as a society. I don't care if you're black, Brown, Mexican cop, white cop, black cop, Armenian cop, Middle Eastern cop, uh, killers on the police force or in society or people of public authority and power, you will, they, we will not tolerate abuse of authority and power, period. Doesn't matter what color you are. There it Facts. is. That's where we're at. So Facts. keep it up. Keep it. I love this passion, Sean. Keep it going. Keep Thank us you. informed. Thank you guys. Look him up over on Sean Collison on Twitter, YouTube, and check out popprotocol.org to learn more about what he's doing. Uh, let's keep. Please keep us posted, Jody, my man. Thank you for staying and having these conversations. I'm glad we got to do this. Yeah, man. Back always, to back. man. Uh, it's always so fun to talk to you. Uh, get real love with it. you. I love that we can just do it, and then we can sh we can shake it off. Any yep. any frustration, we know we, we have no hate for each other. So I, I love you, yep. man. Uh, thank you, Sean, for coming in and helping and, and, and uh, interjecting in this. I think that was helpful so much, guys. I hope you enjoyed it too. Uh, please hit that subscribe, share this content out there. Let's get Sean's words out there because I think they're well said. Uh, thank you so much for staying tuned, and and it got more civil. 
So thank you in the comments. I guess we blocked out all the <laughs> all the riffraff. Rid of them. Uh, but thank you all to my mods, everybody in there, uh, and, and some members out there. Ashley, Uzo, uh, 187. Uh, we got CI. We got a lot of you in there. Sorry, there's a lot I, I'm trying to get to. But thank you guys so much for sticking up. Steph in there in the comments. Bobo, uh, a lot of you over there were helping uh, Uzo. Uh, thank you so much for helping uh, tonight and keeping us going. Cody. And uh, I appreciate all of you sticking to it. Uh, yes, thank you. Getting the names out there. Uh, that's all we got for you tonight. Uh, uh, please enjoy the rest of your evening. We'll be back. I'll be back. Uh, to, to no, today's when I'm so out of it. Today is Wednesday, so I'll yeah, be back tomorrow night for Nerd Wars. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna do, but we'll do something. Thank you guys for sticking with them. Glad we got to get this out and get uh, and not because I, I I think a lot of people are like, what do we do? We address this? Do we talk about it? Yes, talk about it. Have these dialogues. Stop arguing and have people on. Don't be afraid to have these conversations, even if you disagree with somebody. Try to find some common ground. Try to hear people out. Let's listen to each other for once. Damn, it's not that hard. Uh, thank you guys so much. Wonderful stream. We'll see you next time that's all we got bye